God damn it, CNN. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on now? I put on closed captioning, and it's like in the top left-hand corner, and I I don't have time to read that shit. (laughs) Too small. Put it across my screen. Just set it to record? I don't... How? (laughs) I don't have TV. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, you'll you'll be able to play it from the the CNN app, I'm sure, later. Yeah, you just ruined my night. Go ahead, guys. (laughs) That's okay. We'll try to help you with this shit. I was having a shitty day already. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, all the all the the results from the last debate. Since that debate, I've been told that all the analysis was arbitrary, and we're back to where we started. And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I'll be sure to watch the second debate." Not really. I think Kamala Harris got a humongous bump. Oh yeah, like ten points from that debate. Right. I mean, like from super low to ten. But they were like, "Hey, after the last debate, Kamala Harris, huge bump." And then, like a week there later, they were like, "Yeah." Joe Biden's got like 20 points on everybody in the Democratic Party, and Kamala that, Harris is still below Bernie and uh, Warren. And I was that, like, okay. That is true. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, it's very early. It's very yeah. early. Oh, absolutely. I'm, let me tell you something. I'm off Kamala Harris. I, well, not that I was ever fully on board with her, but man, did I get a deep dive into her fucking record? Hell no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. I'm more and more on board with Warren than I have ever been. Me too. Oh, yeah, sure. Which is why I want to see her and Bernie mix it up tonight. Did you hear Bernie's response when they asked him about that? No. Mm-mm. They said, "What? What do you? Th- what do you think it's going to be like tonight? You know, with you and Elizabeth Warren on the <laughs> stage?" And he goes, "Intelligent." And then he walked away. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> she is a smart cookie. So is he. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, July 30th, 2019. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm pissed off. I mean, I'm Jared. (laughs) (laughs) This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in live, you can do so by signing up on our Patreon page and joining us on Discord, where we record, and you, you can join in live. You can chat with us as we record. And we're joined uh, by Grinch tonight. We're missing the Pittsburgh atheist because he is off watching the Democratic debate, just like Jared wants to be, and mm. uh, that's, that's why he's pissed off. <laughs> No, no, I'm generally in a bad mood. That just is one of the many things. <laughs> well, that's okay. I would not. I, if I had a good day, I would not be. I'm not, not that I'm really that pissed about it. I can watch it later. I'm sure I can find it. Sure. But uh, Grinch isn't here. Oh, is he not? He was. Oh. Huh. Well, okay. Because uh, I know we started a little bit early, and uh, you didn't give him the the green light I to come in. I did not. I was I was a bad podcaster. I uh, I will <laughs> let him know right. You know he pays now. good money for this shit, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Don't rub it in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to incentivize other people to come and see if they can be part of the show. He's quick. Okay. Sorry about the Grinch. We kind of got started without you. I had your back, Grinch. I had your back, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I also have had a a crappy day, and I really don't know why, but nothing in particular, just in a crappy mood. In Mm. any case, this week, 
Uh, we will be talking about how Attorney General Barr wants backdoor action. I don't know how no. else I wanted to say <laughs> that. But... <laughs> My day just got better. <laughs> oh. But first, so people are talking about storming Area 51. There's a new one inspired by the plan to storm Area 51. Scotland now has an event. 21,000 people have RSVP'd to storm Loch Ness. <laughs> with... Ian, are you in on that one? <laughs> I'm in um, on that one. I'd like to go to Scotland. I've never been there. No, 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 no. Throw that Scotland shit away. This is <laughs> cryptozoology right up your fucking alley. It is. Uh, there's, there's, there's nothing in that lock, though. Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, I know there's no fucking aliens in Area 51. I'm still going because well, I'm, because I'm gonna get them aliens. <laughs> that's. <laughs> then we'll ride to freedom on a Loch Ness monster. Oh man, how awesome would that be? <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 We're gonna escape the planet once we get the aliens on the Loch Ness monster. That's oh, true. I see the Come magic on, they can make, now. They can make Loch Ness fly like ET. Did with those bicycles. Follow along, Karen. My God, this is not that complicated. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, feeling slow today. (laughs) Uh, I just thought I'd have to mention that. 21,000, not nearly as big as the Storm Area 51, though. But how many people can you fit in Scotland anyway? It's not that big. (laughs) Well, there's nowhere. There's not that many, like, hotels and such. So it's hard to get that many people in that area. Well, you're, you're telling me there's not a ton of hotels around the lock? There's got to be a few, but... There's some, yeah. You think, Well, I mean, I know, like, around Roswell and shit, don't they have, like, tons of, like, small little hotels with, like, alien shit on them? Motels, but yes. <laughs> I would guess. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. I mean, I, you know, I just assume, but I'm sure the lock has died down I, in recent years. I would hope, yeah. but, I mean, you know, right, good for their I tourists. I feel like they... St- <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely to both of those things. I feel like they could accommodate quite a few people to Storm Loch Ness, and yeah, there's lots of... Everywhere out there in the desert, there's there's those there's Area 51 themed stuff. Didn't we stop at an Area 51 truck stop on my honeymoon? We absolutely <laughs> did. Okay, that's what I thought. I was we like, got, got some our, beef jerky there. Got some beef jerky there. Got a there was a a DeLorean parked in the in the two of them in the parking lot. I think there were two. There's two of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I am jealous. Why was I not invited to this <laughs> wedding or bachelor party? What the fuck was it? I Aren't did you invite with- you to my bachelor party, and you bailed. Uh, and then the this was my honeymoon. Yeah, we went with him. It's weird. Yeah, <laughs> where was the honeymoon? Totally. To Vegas. Uh, it was no. Uh, the wedding was in Vegas, and then we drove from Vegas to California, and then we got on a cruise ship to Mexico for a couple days. Yeah. Well, the two DeLoreans had me locked in. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was a really good start, and the beef jerky was good. Really invent a fucking crazy story about two DeLoreans meeting each other. Like one was from like five <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> When did you get married? How long have you been married? Uh, let me think. What year is this? 19. 2012? Does sounds that sound right. right? Sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. Mm, I'm trying to think August. of an excuse why I didn't go. Um, I don't know. I was like, hey, we're going out to uh, Atlantic City for, for my bachelor party. And you were like, yeah, Damon and I will meet you there. That's oh, going to happen. Oh, 2012? I was dead ass broke, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's very possible. <laughs> Going to Atlantic City when you're completely broke is not as much fun as... Well, actually, it's exactly the amount of fun that you would expect. (laughs) (laughs) There's only a, like, lateral amount of fun that can be had at Atlantic City. Right. (laughs) It's like my favorite quote about Atlantic City. uh, Ever in decline, but never reaching bottom. 
that's that. All right, I'm going to move on. Uh, I wanted to mention a new Gallup poll. If you want to take a look, it'll be on the website. Forty uh, percent of Americans, according to the Gallup poll, are creationists. So that's kind of depressing. Mm-hmm. But thirty-three uh, percent believe in evolution guided by God, mm-hmm. and twenty-two percent accept reality, as uh, the Morning Heresy said. Actually, just completely don't don't believe, which is a new high, according to uh, the previous Gallup polls. So twenty-two percent—that's good. Yeah, I do have a, a brief anecdote about a, a creationist encounter that I had oh. recently. Yeah. So one of my coworkers is a um, uh, super creationist. Really, he has a Bible in his office, whole nine yards. Really nice guy. I mean, he's 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 one of them. They're good Christians. But <laughs> <laughs> but I do know that he voted for Trump um, because. I don't know. Somebody convinced him that it was the right thing to do. In any case, so today he accidentally pasted his password into a chat. <laughs> <laughs> so now I know what his password is. And I'm like, it was like D-U-T-R 1019. I'm like, D-U-T-R 1019. I'm like, it's got to be a Bible passage. I'm like Deuteronomy 1019. What is Deuteronomy 1019? So I looked it up. And it is, if you are to love those who are foreigners, for you yourselves were foreigners in Egypt. It's basically, you know, love the foreigner. It's all about... 10 through 19 is all about, you know, uh, being kind to your neighbor. I'm like, right. well, that's a positive thing. I think that's a positive sure. change. And I don't think he could have that at his, his password and still follow Trump. So I put it down as good news. <laughs> right. And change that password? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't mention it. I figured he, he chatted it and then deleted it. So he knew. <laughs> he knew he had to go change it. So. Maybe he chatted it, deleted, and went, phew, that was close. I, and now it's on the podcast. Right. Well, you'd have, to, out there. you'd have to figure out the format. And it was it was weird. I, it took me a minute to figure it out. I'm like, it's got to be a Bible quote because I know him. But meh. Yeah, I got a problem with the 33% mm. in this survey. Like, like how, how lukewarm are you <laughs> that, that you can't? Be on one of those two sides, like ah, oh, the the omnipotent, all powerful God. He probably needs a little help from science. I'm in the thirty three percent. Come <laughs> on, I was in that thirty three percent for a portion of my life. Well, it's the it's the safe middle ground. Were you a young man at that point? Oh yeah, I was. Of course, I was a fucking kid. But well, <laughs> I mean, it just made it, it to, to me. I, well, maybe even into my teens, where I hadn't like fully accept. Like you know, I was like, right. I, I'm a agnostic but i was kind of like why can't god have just created evolution like what's the fucking difference you know <laughs> right like what you know but this led me to a question that's been rattling around in my head all week that ray's gonna kill me for bringing up because it's probably gonna take up a portion <laughs> of the show that's fine but i you know long drives and you start fucking thinking and i was going to myself what is the point of reality mm-hmm. what is the point of reality that's a deep question yeah, but, like well, confoundingly deep. But but like uh, why is there stuff? Why isn't there just nothing? But that's like the that's a weird question. I mean, you can't really ask a scientist why. I'm, well, I'm not asking it. Well, I mean, this is for science and philosophers, but like Sure. What like you know, you th- when I I'm thinking about everything, the vastness of the universe, the galaxies, the planets, I'm like what is the fucking deal with all this shit? Like, <laughs> well, doesn't doesn't the question doesn't the question why superimpose a a meaning behind? Like, mm. there, there doesn't have no, to be a meaning. No, 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 not a meaning, but like 
oh, I, I'm trying to get into that thought process I was in because it was, you know, it was a thought I just had for like an hour. I, 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 it's hard to explain, but like, what, what, I mean, like, why does it even, wh- why does matter exist? Why does any of this exist? Like, wh- do you understand what I'm saying? Sure. I mean, uh, if you go back to the theory that there was nothing before the Big Bang, why did it all come into existence during that right. explosion? I think I, w- I would have an easier time accepting this if if I was just told, look, the universe has always existed and it always mm. will exist, and try, try and wrap your head around that, but I, d- d- I'm just like, what is the point of matter? Why not just have everything be nothing? I'm going to kill myself, aren't I? Is it good? <laughs> no, not. No, it, it's just- This it's, is the first step. <laughs> right. No, no, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I feel, again, it drifts back to, to, to Ray's point. I mean- why? Why does why does the chaos of the universe need to justify itself and, and answer to you? I, I you mm. know it just. I assume the universe is some sort of you know weird cyclical situation, and once everything got crammed into that tiny little dot just before it exploded out, and then now we'll reach a point where eventually the universe will collapse in on each other on itself, and it'll condense back into the non tiny little non existent dot and. Or the big crunch. Repeat. Yeah. Yeah. The right. big crunch. And, and, yep. But I'm not saying that I need justification for my existence. Mm. Right. I have, or, I have or the existence of anything. Right. Well, but uh, but what I'm saying is, is sci- or I guess scientifically I'm asking, like, why does anything exist? Well, we don't know the answer. Is the, is the, the, yeah. the, the quick and easy. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, like, it, is there is there is the is there some process that all these galaxies are doing, like, to stabilize? Mm. You don't understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, why? Why does? I, I just feel like why nothing... does existence exist instead of just <laughs> right. oblivion? Yeah. Right. I'm just like it. Just seems like things would be a lot easier if there was just nothing. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I can't contemplate oblivion versus existence. It's too too profound. And ultimately, that is the question that most theoretical physicists and many other scientific inquiry is is looking towards. So why does it exist? What is the origin of it? I mean, they're not looking for the you know, the what do they call it? The God particle. Because they're trying to figure out what the smallest measurable amount of energy is, they're trying to figure it out because it might give a clue as to the 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 how the universe exists as a thing. I kind of look at it in terms of uh, I had a conversation with a, um, a linguistics person before when we we're talking about the meaning of words. I mean, we use language as a way to describe the things that we see and experience but they are they are just words but it's the only way we have of explaining thoughts and feelings and meaning um i kind of look at science as a way of explaining the things that are unexplainable in the same way we don't know how or why the the universe is you know banging and crunching if you like if that's what it is indeed doing because we still don't know even that to be the the case Uh, yeah i think we just made the crunching part up just now no, no, it's a big. It is. A, it was a theory at one time. You go the big okay. bang, the big crunch. I don't know if it currently is though. I, I thought no. the big crunch was still a prevailing theory that one day it will all collapse in on itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't believe so because of the the when dark energy they d- determined that the not only are things moving away from each There's, other still, yeah, the, but that we're accelerating. Right. That the distant galaxies are moving away from each other. At a at a much faster rate than we previously thought, so there's no evidence that it's actually slowing down. Right, it's actually still speeding up. But then to get into I'm, the multiverse and there's possible other universes out there and different planes, and it's just mind blowing. 
Yeah, see, like, I would feel more comfortable if somehow, and again, this is an answer I'll never get, they're like, yeah, there's multiverses, and each universe mm. does a certain thing, and I'd be like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense why <laughs> the universe is here, because we're holding together something. Uh- <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something, and uh, you don't, you know, I'm not trying to to be insulting or anything, but the universe doesn't need to make you comfortable. <laughs> the in my opinion, it happened purely accidental. The life, uh, multiple cells uh, developing and, and expanding. That life happened accidentally, and then you know, uh, a natural selection took over sometime after that. I don't think there needs to be a why there. It's entirely mm. accidental. Yeah, that it is I happening. agree with you that most things in the universe are accidental. But uh, fuck you, I demand an answer. <laughs> <laughs> and when I storm fifty one, I'll get some of those answers for you, and I'll relay them back to you. So, hey, I'd I'd be happy, more than happy, to receive <laughs> any of those answers. Well, think about. I mean, I've heard one theoretical <laughs> physicist explain it as soap bubbles in your bathtub. Each universe is a soap bubble growing bigger and bigger and bigger until it pops. So, but they're all squished together in different sizes, and it's a big soap bubble mess. And it, it, I mean, everybody lives in their own universe of a soap bubble. Like, oh. That didn't answer my question at all. Are, <laughs> no, are we all these universes there to watch somebody? <laughs> is that what you're telling me? <laughs> we don't know. We're still searching. We don't. So maybe someday we'll have an inkling of understanding. Mm, yeah. And we should share that information when we get it. Yeah. But yeah, I I don't expect that we will. Uh, oh, I don't expect this to be an answer ever answered. I just was yeah. driving around going, "Why the fuck do things exist? <laughs> <laughs> what is the point?" I like what Grinch posted: picture of the stoner dude saying, mm. "Why is there stuff?" I've been thinking about it for an hour. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> nice. Except for that, the stoner part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we know, we, we know I can't do that anymore. We've established <laughs> that. So, uh, talking about the alien stuff, um, Tom DeLonge, is that his? Is that how you pronounce his name? From Blink-182, he made it into my news feed by saying that uh, he has a piece of metal unknown to science. Uh-huh. He says that it likely came from a UFO. And to back up his claim, he provided no evidence whatsoever. Mm. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yeah, I God. thought Blink the guy from Blink One Eighty Two was going to break it wide open. <laughs> that would have that would have been crazy. <laughs> I don't. I didn't really read the article because I just started laughing and moved on. But I thought it was amusing. So in any case, you can well, take a look. When I'm in Area Fifty One, I'm going to make a lot of stops in a lot of rooms. I'll get a piece of that metal for you, and we'll, we'll analyze it. All right. All right. I got a lot to do that day. <laughs> <laughs> Busy day. Busy day. Uh, so on uh, on some bad news, climate change. Here's a here's an interesting thing: a n- new drug resistant fungus could be the first infection spread by climate change. So there's uh, normally f- fungus. No types of fungus can really live in the human body, but they have now found a a, a fungus that can, and they think that it is adapting to higher temperatures because of climate change and is now uh, infecting humans and causing issues. So there you go. Climate change is now we're going to be taken over by by fungoids. and uh, Yeah, it's going to be those spores to turn ants into zombies, and it's going to turn humans into zombies, and this is where it begins. That was my first thought when you said that. Also, (laughs) fuck you, I'm going to watch the debate now. Thanks a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't mean to confirm that for you, Jerry. It was just the first thing that popped into my mind. I was like, oh, no, 
The zombie spores are coming for us next. Wait, the, zom- the zombie spores make you antsy, like anxious about that? No, they, they no, they make ants zombies. Right, yes. right, right. No, but I mean, uh, for for Jared, does that the idea of a uh, fungal zombie apocalypse? Is, that's, is, that's the road that too worry? far. <laughs> Oh no no no! The, the just the whole thought of uh, climate change is just going to fuck us in another way. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm just like eh, it's all over. <laughs> nice. I was just curious because I, I have a problem not looking forward to the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Look at that point, fucking make me a zombie. I don't want to live on a fucking scorching hot planet. <laughs> well, I mean, climate change is the upsetting of the normal of the the, the balance that we've managed to you know generate over the millennia. So yeah, fungus, um, rampant insects, some um, giant level of uh, you know creature, creatures dying out altogether. All of this is going to happen. Yeah, how about that plague of grasshoppers in Vegas? Yeah. Oh, I saw that. That's Crazy. awesome. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, grasshoppers do do that, but they don't usually do it in Las Vegas. So <laughs> that's you know the the plagues of uh, of locusts. That's they're just grasshoppers. Same thing. Right. Yeah, these are all my favorite things. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> So if nobody has looked ahead, do you guys have any uh, – this question is only for the people who haven't looked at the next article. Uh, do you have any idea when climate change warnings first started coming out? <sighs> yes. Oh, when the warnings about climate change? Correct. When, when scientists, when climatologists started going, uh-oh, greenhouse gas, when that I originally – I thought it was in the 70s, right? I would think so. I mean, the, there's that whole book – uh, I forget what her name is. She's an environmental activist. She was more about pollution, but... Right. I was going to say, I thought it was earlier than that. Mm. I don't know. But I thought, you know, back in the day when scientists were like, hey, please stop putting lead in the gasoline. Mm. It's toxic and it's ruining the air. I didn't know if that counted. So that I was like, But that was like 50s. Yeah, that's 50s. what I'm guessing. But I thought that- like the first time that anybody was like... Climate change. It was it was the seventies, and they were saying, uh, but it was global cooling. They were saying like we're gonna freeze the fucking planet. Oh, because they weren't exactly you know they, it was a, kind of like a new thing, and we we're like we're not exactly sure what's gonna fucking happen. <laughs> Things are so out of balance. Yeah. A lot of what you're saying it does actually appear in this article. There's an article on theconversation.com which has some details about it, and it was in 1979 that there was an article put out talking about global warming. And that uh, because of the greenhouse gases that were being produced. So it was 40 years ago that there was a first discussion about CO2 in the atmosphere acting as a greenhouse gas and causing global warming. Hmm. And it was 39 and a half years ago when the oil companies took over those studies <laughs> yeah. and changed all the wording. Well, the, the, the interesting part, if you actually go back and look to see what the oil companies found, they the scientists that they, they hired actually said, oh, yeah, crap, this is going to be a problem. Um, yeah, we'll bury that. And then they, <laughs> they were knew. all promptly shot <laughs> and they buried were paid oil off. drums. <laughs> yeah, all the scientists were paid. They were sworn to secrecy and um, it lived happily ever after, just not speaking of it again. I guess they didn't have any kids. <laughs> like, like, what about that's like, oh, 25 grand? All right, I'll keep my mouth shut. Yeah. I, I think it's more along the lines of uh, you signed a non-disclosure. If you say anything, you owe us $12 million. Ah, crap. <laughs> mm, I don't know. What would you do in that situation? There wasn't enough evidence back then. There isn't enough evidence to convince people now. Well, I'm just saying, what if you knew about something that would fucking, that you're like, oh my God, we're all going to be like, it's going to be unlivable in 15 years without a doubt. 
Without a goddamn doubt. It's a question of whether you can convince other people. That's the problem. And back then, there's no way you were convincing anybody. How much money are they offering me to keep quiet? (laughs) (laughs) More than a million. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what you're talking about. Look at this snowball I have. Global warming doesn't exist. (laughs) Well, see, I understand Ian's point, because at that point, he's like, well, we're going to be fucked anyway. I might as well take these millions of dollars and give my son the best 15 years of his fucking life. (laughs) Right? It's Disney World every day, Owen. (laughs) We live here now. I bought a house. (laughs) (laughs) That secret apartment that Walt had over Main Street, that's where we live now. (laughs) Well, I heard that they changed the timetable, though, and that we only have 12 years now, so... Mm. Things are accelerating I, faster than they thought, so yeah. Yeah, things are accelerating. I, I, well, so here's the thing: it, it's not like we have 12 years. It's, it's already too late. It's already happening. Yeah. It's just a matter of can we stop it from being a extinction level event? That, that's really what we're talking about for the 12 years. Like things are already too warm. We have crops not being grown because of horrendous flooding and storms and. I mean, we're already seeing effects. Right. I mean, the the worst part is going to be the people that are going to get pushed out of all of the coastal areas as the sea levels rise. There's millions and millions and millions of people. Where the hell are these people going to go? And what are we going to feed them with? I mean, the the, you know, the number of people coming into this country right now is getting everybody upset. Can you imagine when it's, it, when it's quadrupled and 10 times because people are starving to death? Oh, my God. That's the boy. That is going to be a problem for someone else to worry about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How old are you? Maybe not. <laughs> I'll be an old man, and no one's going to expect shit from me. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to die. I'll die quicker than most people because I'm also an old man. They'd be like, "What do you got to offer to society, you old bastard?" <laughs> <laughs> and if you if your prediction comes true, and uh, Trump has a second term, you know, who knows what the healthcare is going to be like? So, being old is. Not going to be a great possibility. Mm. I mean, I, I just assume all the rich people believe they're going to be living in domes or something with, like, robot workers? I don't know. Like, I'm <laughs> really trying to think what they're fucking thinking. I, I think they've been buying property inland, and they're building high walls around them. All right, but even still, I mean, everybody's going to be moving into the center. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be overpopulation. It's going to be people coming from South America up here. Yeah. There's going to, you know, it's going to be all kinds of a shit show. And they're going to be like, well... I, I'll have a floating city? What, what is their fucking solution? <laughs> Private island in the Caribbean. Trump that has a lot of kids. Underwater. <laughs> oh, right. Trump's underwater. Got, yeah, Trump's got a lot of kids and a lot of grandkids. This, well, then again, we know he's a fucking sociopath, so he's probably not thinking about them. No. But, I mean, is Ivanka thinking about them? Is anybody getting the bearing? Well, I think the thing is, <laughs> those people have enough money that they will find someplace comfy to live. It won't affect them because things don't like that don't affect them. But this is, but it will affect them eventually, right? Once, once, once food becomes scarce, the distractions are no longer enough to keep the masses at bay. Mm. Yeah, and it's the French Revolution on a global scale. Exactly, man. You fuck with people's food, and all that storming of Area Fifty One is just gonna be practice for me storming the fucking <laughs> rich people's domes. Yeah, there you go. Right. Mm. Exactly. That, that and that it's exactly what Jared says. You can do it slowly now and you know we still probably won't complain. You can take away my $5 foot long and replace it with a $6 6 inch and <laughs> pretend like I didn't notice. But when you when I don't have any food or when I have to have my mush ration <laughs> for two times a day. Oh, you, I wouldn't you. even go that. I'd say the moment people have to wait in line 
for a, for some kind of handout of food. Mm. Mm. A bread line, you might say. Yep. <laughs> that's what that's what's gonna fucking start. And when that asshole sits up there and be like, everything's great, everything's great, even those people are gonna be like, this fucking sucks. Yeah, it's gonna be Snowpiercer. Is that what you put a picture up of? <laughs> <laughs> Soylent green. Yeah. Soylent uh, green is what that picture is from. Mm, that's made of people. <laughs> um, I, I think Spoilers it's Snowpiercer to too. They they were eating people as well. <laughs> It's in the GIF. <laughs> what, what is? It's not moving for me. Oh. Soylent Green is, is people. <laughs> uh, if you hover over it, does it uh, hover your mouse over it? Oh. No, I, depends I on what on you're it. looking at it on. Yeah, I have to click on it. Uh. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to follow up on a story that we talked about before, acupuncture. We have uh, three of us. Have a friend who took their dog to uh, to have acupuncture. So there was a. I had to include this. It was an article about pet acupuncture, specifically dog acupuncture, uh, that came up in my newsfeed. And the article, the first article, uh, again, I got this from uh, the Morning Heresy. The quote was: "This article makes acupuncture for pets look way too serious, and I am having trouble dealing with it." <laughs> Uh, the one quote I wanted to mention, the explanation of pet acupuncture, it works on animals by balancing energy with the body in order to encourage healing. Meridians, or energy channels, flow through the bodies of animals. When energy known as ki is disrupted or not properly balanced, illness can follow. <sighs> that is your, you know, scientific background on how acupuncture works. They said can. <laughs> Can. It's just like just like when the when the president tweets something inflammatory and then goes probably not to go back yeah. to this climate change thing, but you just go from a horrendous story mm. to people fucking doing acupuncture on their fucking pets. I mean, is it any wonder we're headed where we are? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the distraction. And <sighs> if if that story in and of itself didn't uh, worry you, the following story is that the American Family Physicians endorses acupuncture yeah. they they have come out and said oh yeah yeah that is a successful cure for pain or maybe not cure but a relief that for pain. can't be a legitimate medical association is it it says american family physician that means it has nothing to do with physicians or american families right that's got to be you know that's a soaring eagles of freedom title right <laughs> yeah, there. i was gonna say is that the, <laughs> the soaring eagles of medicine <laughs> American Family Physician, huh? Yeah, look that up, because despite you three, I people swear by this shit around oh, me. Oh, I don't, I, I don't doubt it. I, I, I got bad news for the show, except for Jared. I So I've been having, and I have, mild but chronic pain in my right shoulder. Like, there's something happening between my neck and my shoulder where occasionally some sort of nerve gets impinged and it causes me, I'll say discomfort. I don't want to say pain. That sounds dramatic. Like on a, on a one through 10 scale, it could be anywhere from like a one to a four, but it's, you know, all day long. So I hate it. Mm. Let me ask you a question. I, mm. Left or right side? Right side. Mm, okay. Right. And I, you know, I, have I, have the same, I, I have the same problem, Ian, but on my left side. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And, you know, I don't know a ton about my own body and physiology, but I know that when I'm feeling pins and needles in my fingertips and then I turn my neck a quarter turn to the left and it all goes away and I feel much better. I'm like, okay, clearly something's happening in there. Mm. And I'm telling you, I am closer than I've ever been or even considered in my entire life as seeing a chiropractor. A chiropractor I, can be a reasonable thing. 
It can it though? Yes, it can. It can. Nope. Yes. It's one. Oh, that, you'll feel good because you're gonna get a massage. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I got one of those, and that did not help. Well, I mean, it, just, it, it helped, but not enough. But it, it's not really a massage, though. It's somebody that actually went to school for. Um, they understand how the, the the body works. A massage therapist is just making you, you know, squishing your muscles until they feel good. This person yeah. can actually do some good. It's when they, they tell you they can cure your flu that's a is a problem. Be, well, and be a little careful with that. Not all chiropractors have actually gone through training. There's no You can call yourself a chiropractor without needing to be licensed. Yeah, go to an actual way. physician chiropractor. Okay. There's Before a, you go, I'm sorry. Go ahead, yes. well, there's actually one in the the medical center that I go to. And Geisinger Medical, they actually have a chiropractor on site. So they can do some good. You just have to pick, choose wisely. <laughs> okay. I'll do my research. Right. Before, right, because it, go ahead, Jared. Before you go, what, uh, what other methods have you done to stop this? I have tried going to my doctor, and they have prescribed muscle relaxers. Mm-hmm. They only make me drowsy and don't really help. Mm-hmm. I have tried, uh, you know, working it out here on my own. I have, you know, various massaging devices that I've cobbled together <laughs> over the years that I've used to do that. I've asked my wife to help me. Uh, I've gone to see my licensed massage therapist and, you know, she works it out and it's usually good for about a day, but this this one seems to be, you know, recurring to a point where it's problematic and she said, why don't you go see a chiropractor? Here's some people who I used to work with, you know, but then she go- then she kept going and it immediately made me not want to go. She's like, yeah, I've been seeing a chiropractor for 10 years. I'm like, that's why I won't go. Well, yeah. Right, yeah, that's a problem. I don't want to see a chiropractor for 10 years. I want this to be fixed. Sure. Yeah. People who go to chiropractors usually get addicted and they're like, oh, man, I need an adjustment. You know, whatever. Yeah, let me ask you. You have not. Uh, have you changed pillows, bought a new pillow? I just got a new pillow today. Hmm. So I'm going to test that out. And I do a, a pretty uh, regular regiment of ibuprofen during the day and a leave at nighttime. Okay, now I'm gonna I'm gonna teach you what I did to deal with this. Okay, it's before you go and and spend money on this. One, get a different pillow. You might have to try a couple different ones. Okay, because mine was definitely coming from something I was doing in my sleep. Okay, and to the point where I would literally wake up with a fucking splitting headache, like on the left side of my head, all the way down my neck into my shoulder. I mean, you know, and I would take two a leave in the morning and, you know, sometimes it would make it go away. But I've also noticed that when I start to get stressed out about something or pissed off or whatever, mm-hmm. I would start to feel it. Mm-hmm. Like it would just start to tighten up. Okay. When you get your new pillow or whatever you do. Yes. When I don't know. Do you, are you a side sleeper, back sleeper on your stomach? I'm a side sleeper. Okay. Sleep on the side that it hurts. Okay. Now, because I would be – because I my biggest issue was which fucking side should I be sleeping on? That might be causing this. And then um, I, 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 I believe it or not, I asked my therapist and she, because she had neck problems. She goes, you sleep on the side that it hurts. I'm telling you, try this first. Arms, you okay. know, at your sides or wherever you can put them. Not under the pillow, but on the side and kind of brace the, your head a little bit and see if that makes a difference. Okay. I will, I'll give that a try. I'm, I'm giving all sorts of things a try. Yeah. Our, our favorite listener, Grinch, said that he had a similar situation. It just takes... I'm just being impatient, perhaps, because he said his took three weeks of regular ibuprofen before the uh, inflamed tissue went back down and stopped pinching his nerve. But mm. it caused the same same symptoms. And I think when this one does, because it does periodically happen and it does go away. I think the key after that is stretching and strengthening, mm. which I have been lazy about. Posture, so. too. I mean, it's a, it's it's hard to do, especially at our age, but 
sitting up straight because I sit like a weirdo sometimes in this chair. <laughs> sure. And do weird things. And I, I'm like, oh, that hurts. I can feel, you know, I can feel it in the neck. So try those things. Or, and I'm telling you, dude, to a leave in the morning <laughs> usually helps. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I mean, usually do those do them at night just because I want to get a full night's sleep if I can and a leave lasts a little longer than I ibuprofen. Yeah. I mean, I sleep like a motherfucker. <laughs> like, it's a goddamn battle. Okay. I will try all those things before I succumb to the pressure of chiropractic adjustment. I don't want to call it medicine. <laughs> yes, adjustment. <laughs> also, I can't stress this enough, man. Frozen margaritas makes all the pain go away. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I'm glad you're getting some mileage out of all that tequila. Woo, we still, still. <laughs> all right. I think I'm going to move on to Trump. Ugh, this is guy. a great story. Oh, my neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you stole my joke. <laughs> <laughs> so he spoke at Turning Point for 83 minutes, an 83-minute oh, speech God. in front of the fucking what it, what was it it was like a young kids a young conservative mm. yeah or a young conservative like uh, and you are underselling it this is my favorite story <laughs> i know the uh, and the, the entire time behind him was a seal of the president of the united states kinda Almost. it was it seemed to be a seal but there were some subtle different they weren't subtle uh <laughs> The eagle had two heads, which is very similar to Russian symbolism. On the eagle's right talon, it had golf clubs, and in the that was in the left talon. In the right talon, it has a wad of cash. (laughs) Amazing! Right. Instead of e pluribus unum above the eagle, it said forty five as a puppet. Yeah, it's, it had it in Latin forty five right. es un titer, which is yeah forty five as a puppet. Hor- it was a horrible mistake. It was just a horrible mistake. Yeah. Do you think a you, horribly well crafted, hilarious? Mistake. I know. Do you know what they're saying? They're saying that the person that they wanted to put that because there was two seals. They had the real seal up on one side, and then that fake seal on the left. Mm. <laughs> And they're like, we were just looking for a seal as quickly as possible to put up a digital image. That person's been fired. He just found an image, and that was the one that came up, and it was big. It's like, bullshit. <laughs> so whoever put that up, put it up on purpose. Yeah, 100%. And they deserve a goddamn medal. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. if you are looking for this, you can get this on clothing. Actually, that's where they got the original image from is the the <laughs> person who made this image put it on an apparel site and it was selling these things as a well it was the <laughs> the retailer was uh, named one term donny <laughs> and uh yeah so they they took it from from there and there was no way you searched for the presidential seal and right. accidentally stumbled on this i googled presidential seal and the first thing that came up in my haste was a woot shirt blowout so i put it up <laughs> <laughs> Now, my my other question about this is, he hasn't said shit one about this. No. no. So do you think he even knows? I don't know. I was kind of curious about that myself. I'm going to say maybe not, because I feel like they would not cover something like this on Fox. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. This wasn't covered on Fox. Then he may be ignorant of it. How would he possibly have heard about it if it wasn't on Fox? Right. He does right, watch like the other he- shows. But nope, they're too low rated. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> but did they even really talk about it that much? I mean, like I've only seen it in articles, so I, you know, I don't know if you know because obviously, right around the time that this happened was when he was shitting on the squad. 
Oh, oh, sorry. We're not supposed to call them that here. Or they called themselves but that. I, actually, I, I think that's okay. right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, they've they've adopted that. They no, started uh, it. AOC. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, AOC dubbed it. That's right. Them, and then he moved on to Elijah Cummings. So that maybe this just wasn't that important. So I'm <laughs> saying he probably doesn't know because if he did know, and you go home to the White House that night, you can't possibly think that everybody loves you. Well, I think if you're Trump, you can. <laughs> really? Even seeing that. I think he's that narcissistic. Yeah, I, you th- you really think he goes home and thinks that everybody fucking loves him? He's the your favorite president. Well, <laughs> he thinks about I ratings. Think he thinks that you know a good portion of the country really loves him. Another good portion of the comp- of the country thinks he's doing a good job, and that then there are the the hateful Democrats. Right. Remember, remember when he went to England a few months ago, and <laughs> all that. I mean, <laughs> that he had to have seen, right? Yeah, he just right, thinks it's a like was sound content. I guess, but I feel like he was present when the UN yeah, <laughs> three minutes out of their day to laugh in his face. Dude, I could see, I, I could see him trying to twist that around, like in his head, maybe because right, that's, that, that's trans- a, translated what I said poorly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's that's a, that's some deep seated personal embarrassment. I might even try <laughs> and twist that around. But like, like when you go to England and there's a floating baby version of you, and they're putting up Obama's approval numbers, like <laughs> you can't. I mean, you, I mean, I know what you're gonna say. You're, no, they love me over here because you don't want to admit fault. But secretly, when you go home, they're like, "But they fucking hate me over there." <laughs> well, I don't think it's. I don't think it's even that complex. I think it's more about everybody. He has. He, it's about ratings. He has higher ratings than Obama did. People react more to him, so people, more people, will come out and look at him regardless of whether it's positive or negative he has more people looking at him and that's the important metric i think it's all about no, i know but no but he gets so pissed off when somebody says something shitty about him only when it only when it's only when it um <laughs> only when they're brown <laughs> well that anyone only when they uh, attack his intelligence or attack him personally right because the, so i'm just the, i'm just saying like so for such a man to go overboard and, and he'll throw a tweet. St- I mean, he fucking shit on LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> for so- I don't even know if LeBron mentioned his name during that whole thing. Like, but then to go to England and I mean, you want to say it's a few malcontents who constructed this balloon and made it fly and got this projector. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, man, I just love to be a fly on the wall at the fucking White House for like one day. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just, really, if he's suffering when people are making fun of him, that would mm-hmm. almost be worth it. Like, just to <laughs> see that. Yeah. Just that quiet moment when Melania goes to her room and he goes to his room. And uh, he goes and knocks just, on her door and she doesn't listen. And she doesn't answer. Yeah, and he's just looking down at the ground. He's doing the Charlie <laughs> Brown walk back to his fucking room. <laughs> and he's like, I just want to be loved. He's looking at that picture of fucking Obama. <laughs> I got to tell you, that does give, give me a warm feeling in the cockles of my heart. That's just. <laughs> and then he, sli- he sleep rages it all up. And then in the morning, he complains that Obama ruined the air conditioning system in the fucking White House. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see that? No. No. You didn't. didn't... Oh, my God. <laughs> he said this was just this week. Oh, they were. He was, I don't know why they. No, he was in the Oval Office doing something. And I don't know what prompted them to, to discuss this, but he's like, you know, back in the day and he's doing the hand, they had a great air conditioning system installed here and then the Obama administration came in and put in a new one and it's horrible. It's either hot or cold in here. <laughs> <laughs> they took away his Freon? Is that what he's saying? I don't know. 
It's a goddamn conspiracy. Obama was like, when Trump gets in here, I'm going to put a fucking jacked up AC system in here. Wow. All right. So talking about crazy things going on in the White House, that leads me into the next thing. The So this was on Hemet Meadows' page. Mm. I didn't hear anything about this previously, but apparently there's going to be a five-part docu-series on Netflix about, uh, I think it's being called The Family, but in any case, it's based on a book called The Family. It's about uh, conservative Christians who have surrounded Trump in the White House. I mean, we've we've oh, all we about heard about the Paula White stuff, and, and but, right. but apparently this, I mean, we know that it's much more widespread than that. And uh, the, it's that the family believes that the separation of church and state is unnecessary, hmm. and that leaders are chosen by God, not elected. Oh my God. And it's How a, do they explain Obama? Yeah, I don't know. I to, <laughs> maybe he's only. Maybe God's only doing it now. Yeah. <laughs> Even the Antichrist is part of God's plan, right? <laughs> I learned that in Good Omens. <laughs> right. There you go. Any case, this ought to throw it out. On August 9th, the series is going to be available on Netflix. Hmm. So, and, and what are they doing there to guide him? Because they're not doing a great job. I think they're just trying to influence decisions that he makes on on laws and so forth. I don't. So think- they probably so they probably go, "Hey, you should do blank blank," and then he goes to somebody. Will that make my base like me more? And then I go, "Okay," because I could really give a fuck. Yeah. About what they just said. Well, unless it puts money in his pocket, he doesn't care about it. So yeah, I, I would believe. Well, that, is true. that 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 and making the base happy. Yeah, which indirectly makes puts money in his pocket. Well, I don't know. Can any of the base get any of his properties? <laughs> No, probably not. But yeah, it does. They, they I mean, got, him being elected to office has allowed him to charge the government for you know the use of his facilities because he refuses to stay anywhere else, and then he charges the, the Secret Service rent. So it does put money in his pockets, kind of in a roundabout way. Mm. Well, I guess it's not that me, far that far around. It's only three steps, right? <laughs> See, I always felt with Trump, it was the not. I mean, yes, he likes money and he wants money, but the illusion. Mm. Or the or the preconception that he's a rich man and has power has always been more appealing to him than the actual money. Well, especially since he's never actually been accepted by high society. He's only right. ever been accepted by the kind of the, the 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 dregs that are that think they're high society, the Jeffrey Epstein's and of the world, if you like. Yeah, he's a poor man's vision of a rich man. Yes. So speaking of doing things for money. The next thing, I don't even know why I left it in here. Mitch McConnell, it's an article about Mitch McConnell and how he received donations from voting machine lobbyists before blocking election security bills. So there were two yeah, bills. How do you, how do you, why are you wondering why you put this in here? This is fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, but we've already talked about, we know that McConnell does this shit all the time. Yeah, but this is so out in the open. Like, Blade. I just don't under- – yeah. I'm shocked that people, are, again, are just going, eh, what can we do? Yeah. What can we do? He makes all the decisions. Yeah. Right. Well, and only some of the people are doing that. The people – that there are other people who are like, hey, did you know Mitch McConnell was taking money from these lobbyists and then making it a sit in there? Like, Good for him. Mm-hmm. Good for Mitch McConnell. He should be doing that. And uh, they're just – what? <laughs> President McConnell diehards. They're, they're, they are, I don't know. There's just so, I don't know. I had a, a mind melter with the uh, independent contractor that, that works at my job. and Over this? Nope, nope. This oh, was oh. over. No, uh, just over, you know, our differences politically in general. And then he, he threw me off with some craziness at the end. Like, like it went to, like, this normal stuff. Cause I, and I asked him point blank. I said, listen, if... 
Donald Trump came to your house, shot your wife in the, in the head, you would still vote for him, right? And he's like, Donald Trump was going to come to my house? <laughs> come of on. Of course I'd vote for him. And I was like, you're, you, I, we don't need to talk anymore. No. Was he That's joking? Cool. No, not really. Because he said, I'd be pretty upset that he hurt my wife. And I'm like, no, she's dead. She's fine. She, there's no pain. <laughs> you can still vote for him. No, that's really not what set it off. We, we had a uh, a difference. I'll call it a difference of opinion on <laughs> on how taxes and, and being paid works. But uh, he claimed that in a previous job, he was working for a retailer of tires. And he worked 40 hours a week. And then... They had it, so he had to work weekends as well. So he was getting six hours of overtime a week because he had to work on Saturdays. And somehow, this is what he tells me. He's like, he's like, and that, and I had to tell him to put me back to forty hours because when I was getting overtime, I was making less money. And this is why we shouldn't raise minimum wage because when I started making more money, it pushed me up two full tax brackets, what? and I was making less money. Oh my god! Then <laughs> I was like, that, that's not how that works. I, I was trying to help him. I was like, are you sure mm. that you went from the $38,000 tax bracket to the $86,000 tax bracket on six hours of overtime? <laughs> and he's like, I, he's, I'm telling you, it happened. And I went, well, we should stop talking now because you're just fucking lying to right. me. I was like, I know you well enough to know that you're not dumb, which is the other option. And this was at minimum wage? Um, or at, at least under fifteen. Right, absolutely. Give well me, under give 15. Me, give me a fucking break. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, that's clearly not how taxes are calculated or even work. But. Wow. He, so he's just, against raising the minimum wage. Correct. Because. He is, he is, he is 100% sold on trickle down economics <laughs> and believes if we just all work a little bit harder, then we'll get a little bit extra from our wealthy overlords. Wow. Are you sure wow. you're not going with option A, the dumb option? <laughs> he, he might be. I mean, he seems because we're we're real close on a lot of issues, and and I feel like he's you know had a lifetime of experience, so you know he should have some idea of what's going. Maybe he's trolling me. I don't know. Maybe he's super clever <laughs> and just likes getting like because I you know we don't talk most of the other time unless he's needling me. So I was like, maybe he's just lonely and he's smart enough to know how to push my buttons. How old is he? Um. Golly, I, I, I wouldn't ask someone that I don't want to personal questions. Well, younger or older than you? Older than me. Wow. Well, it's, I've seen this happen with other people that sometimes people get these ideas in their head and it doesn't matter. That's what Trump voters are. They get this idea in their head that it's not true, but they are so invested that they will convince anybody that will they'll try to convince anybody that will listen to them. And I don't understand it. If you show them facts, it doesn't matter. It, oh, right. Absolutely. He's he's definitely one of those yeah. people. And I, I know this about him. I know that he, again, is a is a chronic exaggerator. Mm. And he is a chronic one-upper. Like, whatever your thing is, like, Jared, you used to be a radio guy. Mm-hmm. This guy invented radio. <clears throat> Whoa. My wow. boss. My boss. He, he's owned a, run his own computer store successfully for the last 25 years. This guy invented computers. Mm. What? You like to fix cars on the weekend? I fixed every car that's ever been made. <laughs> I am Henry Ford. <laughs> <laughs> I fixed like, Mario Andretti's car. <laughs> wow. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So. Maybe he's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe an exception to the rule, hopefully, because he sounds like a nutcase. <laughs> I feel like there's lots of him, though. And you know what? The best part of all this is 
his vote counts just as much as my vote. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm, not really. <laughs> his vote counts more so? Uh, no, you, both your counts don't count worth shit. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> right. But I mean, which is equivalent though. Yeah, you're right. I guess you're you're, you're right. Always they do cancel count. each other out. Yeah. You know what's right. funny though? The guy that I know that is like the staunchest of staunch Trump supporter was a one upper too. Hmm. Constantly. <laughs> not only was he a one upper, he would tell stories that we I used to have to verify with his brother and go, it's true or did it happen to you? And he goes, no, that one happened to me. Mm. Right? <laughs> so he he co-ops his his existence through other people. Right. And he, but like no matter what we were doing, he had to be the biggest, the best. You know, yeah. it, it was it, it was cr- it's crazy. And now just and I and I've often wanted to ask him the question. I'm like, if Trump came to your house and raped your wife, would you still vote for him? Mm. You know, or like it was like that guy uh, last week we were talking about where uh, Chris Cuomo asked him, like, if the president came out and said he was a racist, would you still support him? And the guy was like, hmm, let me think about that for a second. <laughs> Cuomo was like, yeah, you need to think about this. <laughs> like, is it is it one of those situations? I mean, I think so. I think it's an epidemic. <sighs> I mean, sometimes I wonder if we're wrong. Oh, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I mean, not in the not in the sense like going that, about it the wrong way. No, not in the sense to just like maybe maybe all of it's bullshit and and <laughs> like it's like I seem so confident in what I'm. It just seems so plain as day to me. Sure, but it, it seems really, but it right. seems so plain as day to them. Right, but they are, and again, not they. I don't know. I don't know how the people who are seemingly falling for it, are falling for it. Like the Republicans, I get it. I mean, they don't care about governing. They don't care about the people. They care about power for power's sake and how that can make them more money. And that's the bottom line. Like they don't give a shit about anybody. But they say the same thing about liberals. Right, but but on on the other side. It's patently false. Mm. One one is true and one is not. No, I agree agree because there is, to me, there's evidence to support our argument. Right. Yeah. I think. I'm just like, but. Right. There are no, there are no conservative programs to, that are social programs that are looking to improve infrastructure, that are looking to improve the lives of the citizens. There are none. Well, none that I am aware of, no, the, and that seems to be the Democrats' only platform, and people hate them for right, it. Their, their like, platform is that you need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You need to be in charge of your own life. You need to make sure that you can get a job that feeds your family. That's your job, not the government's at job. Seven twenty-five an hour, <laughs> exactly. And if that is but all like, you are instance, capable of doing, then that is the class you live in. But like this thing with McConnell seems so straightforward to me. Yes. Mueller comes out. They say about the Russian hacking. He's like, it's happening right now as we're sitting in this room talking and it will happen in the next election. I'm telling you. Okay. Let's go back to paper ballots, Mitch. Nope. Oh, Mitch, you also have stock or you whatever his fucking deal is with the with the voting machines. And give him money. Right. And you just look at that and go, nope, that seems wholly like he just sold out the fucking country for his own yep. benefit. Like that nope. is a Mueller, fucking- Mueller is trying to politicize this rushing situation. Right. So, but to me, but to me, that dude's a traitor. He just sold this fucking country out. There's another, well, there's another component to it too, and that's that if the Russians swayed the election in 2016, that means that the president might not have legitimately won, and that is not acceptable to Trump. So Mitch McConnell right. cannot let that happen. He cannot let right. it be known that it might not have been a fair fight in 2016. 
because it makes the president look bad. That's right. True. So he's a traitor. So yeah. he's okay yeah. with sell- selling this country out. Yep. You present that same story with those facts in there. I mean, uh, granted, I understand. We're off the bat. We're already bad because Mueller, which, again, I don't understand how these people twist this Mueller shit around. Mm. First of all, I-, I hate to break it to you, Trump supporters. Mueller didn't start this investigation. Somebody hired him to do it. All right. He didn't just up and do it on his own. And he's a Republican and a Republican hired him. Right. And a Republican fucking hired him. And you're telling me that the report exonerated Trump, but Mueller had some secret bullshit that he wanted to throw Trump under the bus? No. Like, get get your fucking story straight. Yeah. But I understand we're with right from the beginning there, we're off the bat set. But everything else after that, like, who can argue that paper ballots is not a better idea? I can't even believe that we went to a fucking electronic voting. That's insane to me. Mm. That. Anybody thought that was ever a good idea. Right. I mean, but, he, people are fallible and machines are eminently hackable. Just don't do that. Right. <laughs> you want to you count then, them electronically with a paper trail? Rock on. That's what Pennsylvania, that's what we've done in our area forever. You fill in the little oval, you stick it in the machine, and they keep the paper. Right. And luckily, my voting has just, uh, the last time I went to go vote, we did paper ballots. So hopefully that'll stay. Yeah. I do, it's, it's state law now, I think. They, they changed it in Pennsylvania. I'm sure the Supreme Court will get involved yeah. and change that <laughs> right. somehow. But anyway, but that so minus the Mueller shit, you just present them with the with the McConnell story. How do you look at that and go? I mean, if that were a fucking liberal, you don't think they'd fucking turn on him? Right. Oh yeah, they would absolutely. <sighs> I don't get this, man. Mm. I just don't get it. I mean, either they just don't. Are they? I mean, I understand Fox News probably not talking about this story with McConnell, but I don't know how you just get around it. I don't know. Or the bullshit lies. Did you see, see Trump lying that he was down at 9-11? Right. Oh, yes. my God. That he was a first responder? That he was a first fucking responder? <laughs> well, he wasn't going to call yeah. himself a first – I mean, he was down there, but he's not going to call himself a first responder. Yeah, I was down there with you, and I, I was helping. Yeah. But I'm not going to say that I was a first responder. You just did, <laughs> and you definitely weren't there. Yeah. And you definitely didn't help. No. What the fuck <laughs> kind of help do you think Trump provided? He's, he said he pledged $10,000 to the cause and then never did. That's all he did. <laughs> yeah, also, I think he said he had hundreds of his workers down there helping, and then somebody was like, uh, Trump had maybe 12 employees at the time mm-hmm. working there. And half of them were related uh, to him. <laughs> yeah. And then he, he, he managed to suck money out of New York City for $150,000 under some uh, small business yep. uh, being affected thing. Yep. Also, I completely forgot about the lie about all the Muslims cheering and laughing and dancing in the streets in New Jersey, in Jersey, in Jersey City, yep. uh, as the towers went in. Guess where I was when the towers went down? In the heart of fucking Jersey City was where I lived, and I can tell you, if any Trump supporters listen to this show, there was not one single person in the fucking street. No. That is a straight up fucking lie. But yes, no surprise. You, yeah, you, yeah, you suck on that Trump dick. <laughs> suck it to your heart's content and see what happens. I kind of want to use that for this week's show title. You suck <laughs> that Trump dick. <laughs> so while we're on, uh, I don't know. Gross. I'm Trump gonna dick. going to go from sucking dick to, to back doors. In any the case. Right. Yeah, I laid you right into it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> The Attorney General. So I was talking about back doors and how he wants backdoor action. Yeah, he wants to put back doors. He wants to he wants the government to enforce any sort of security app that you have on your phone to encrypt data. He wants those manufacturers to put in back doors so that if he has a warrant 
or if anybody has a warrant, they can get in and unencrypt whatever you're doing. Uh, texting oh, back and forth or data encrypted on your phone. Right. He wants a back door. I feel like this is not a new thing that he's trying. Like, it's failed numerous times in the past, but, like, all the companies are like, no, yeah. we're, we're not going to do that because then it's immediately exploitable by anybody else. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. kind of torn on this because I know that they use it to, to do, you know, track down terrorism and stuff like that. But the the percent, the number of people killed by terrorists in this country is so small that the 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 risk of abuse is so much greater that right. I, I was going to say I'm not torn on this at yeah. all. the The idea that that the government, mm. especially <laughs> the Department of Justice, is some sort of <laughs> hyper intelligent, infallible, pure fucking collection of people yeah. that are going to use this only for good Bullshit. that's <laughs> absolutely no yeah. absolutely no now i mean i don't know how and that's another problem i think is that we just lose perspective and we we view the government as some sort of like high <laughs> echelon shadow organization they're just schlubs with a little more money than we have that have weaseled their way into politics either through name recognition or you know, just being corrupt. The people in charge, like I completely agree with you. Now, but how, the the money that they pulled together does allow them to pick like the the best and the brightest in order to get some things done. But but sure. the people in charge, absolutely, they're just they just got into office by using money and influence. So yeah. Also, they work for us, right? Yeah, they're supposed. Right. They're not our fucking overlords. Oh, wait for it. What they will be? They want to be. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure if Trump had his way, yeah. Absolutely. I, I understand that Barr probably has no real concept on how encryption works. Mm. But once you have a backdoor, it's not like you have a backdoor that only the, the U.S. government has a key to. Once there's a backdoor, that's a hole in the encryption algorithm. Like, in order right. for it to be a backdoor, it has to be something that is exploitable. And as soon as right. it's exploitable, as soon as somebody figures out how to exploit it, they sell it to the Russians. They sell it to whoever's buying. Right. Sure. Well, the so, problem is, is that it's all it's all old people making this decision. This is going to sound very ageist, but it's true. They think of things in terms of acid washing things, acid washing the email. That is complete nonsense. It's it, it is not a thing. They think in terms of well, you, you know, if you have a key and I have a key, we can, you know, we need both of us need to be there to turn the the, the locks to, to to send the nuclear weapons into space. They think of terms things in those terms from the 1950s and 60s. They're old and they don't understand technology. Also, there's so many devices and shit. Like how yeah. everybody would have to write their own kind of back door, wouldn't they? I'm sure they want one because <laughs> that won't be a problem. <laughs> well, not actually not really because a lot of the same – a lot of the – like a, you have a bunch of different apps that have different encryption. They're really only – so many encryption algorithms that are still secure. Right. AES-256. A, there's only you – know, a lot of them have already been broken. And right. AES will be broken at some point too. As computers get smarter and faster, they'll break it too. Right now, it takes too long. And and those broken. algorithms are then shared. So to to put a back door into one of them, I mean, that's going to – that would take down you know most of your apps, most of your encryption. And you're talking about not just an app for – texting but also like your vpn mm -hmm. um, and and these same algorithms are used by the, the u.s military oh i thought you were talking about like when they wanted to get into that guy's phone it's a, the apple phone and, and like 
It's the same thing. Like, oh, right, but it's like, okay, but like there would be a back door for them to get into my phone without my code, right? They'd be able to figure out a way well, to just access all my information on my phone. Sure. They, yeah, they plug in the cable, they fire up the application that Apple provides, and all your data becomes mm. available, unencrypted. Okay. But that's They're, that's actually that's just, using an unencrypt the same algorithm to unencrypt the data. It's right. not it's not actually But they want more than that though. They want to be able to right. do that. But they also want to be able to, you know, put sniffers on the internet and watch your traffic as it travels across the internet. And you send an email to Muhammad. Hmm, what does that say? Oh, you encrypted it. Well, you encrypted it in such a way that they can just decrypt it. Every text message. Oh, you message, put up a fuck Trump meme. Yeah. We're coming for you. You're going to get black bag, buddy. Right. Exactly. That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is Barr's endgame, man? What is his deal? Isn't he like on his deathbed? Control. That's <laughs> fucking old. It's control. <laughs> what the fuck yeah, is he getting out of this, though? Power. Power. Yeah. He yeah. had power. It's- Right, and he wants it back. Yeah. He didn't like living without it. Living, Those were eight eight gray years for him. <laughs> that much golf is, you know, it's not good for the Republican soul. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Power over other people. Power over the plebes. Power over us is what he yep. wants. He's fucking okay. I have to assume that Barr is ri- again. I, I think we went over this one time that he must have some gambling debts because, <laughs> like, I, I I mean, how much power do you fucking need? Well, again, that's that is the misconception that you're approaching this from. This is the way that 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 poor people assume Donald Trump isn't corrupt because he's already rich. Mm-hmm. How much money could he need? There is no upper limit. All of it. Rich people only want more money. Powerful people only want more power. Right. No one goes. I'm satisfied. I'll stop here. In the United States, mm-hmm. there was a. I saw a graphic. Yeah, people today. are inherently just greedy, yeah. like just drunk with greed. In the United States. I saw a graphic today that there are three individuals that own as much money as half of the rest of the United States population. No doubt. Three people equals half of the population of the country, the lower half. Right. So that's Bezos, right? Yep. <laughs> the Waltons? No, I forget. It was- no, Bezos, no. Gates, Gates, and there's one guy who uh, Warren Buffett? snuck his way. Yeah, Buffett. Yep. Buffett? Oh, okay. I forget who the third one was. Crazy. <laughs> Well, that can only lead to good things, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Before we go down this too too much farther, I, I got it. Right. You should you should definitely skip one and go to the one that's a really good segue, Ray. Oh wait, one last thing. Oh no. Uh oh. We didn't talk about Dan Coates retiring? retiring. No, we didn't. All right. I mean, if it's not a thing, we don't have to talk about it. You can tell it to us after Ray uses this fantastic segue that he has. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. You use a segue. I don't know what you're referring to. The bishop has it figured out. How can out? you not go from back door to the bishop with the anal sex? Oh. <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's right in itself, buddy. <laughs> it really, really is. I need to pay more attention. <laughs> All right. I need to stop laughing now. All right. So a bishop, I believe this is in Greece. I am not 100% sure. He looks because great. It, it definitely, it yeah, I mean, it's, but in any case, he has figured it out. There's a bishop whose name eludes me, but uh, he has completely figured out the cause of homosexuality. It is a problem that is transferred to the fetus when a pregnant woman has anal sex and enjoys it. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's your, that, yes! that's where you got to, you know, stop everything right there. 
One, you could just not have anal sex with a pregnant woman, but you know, you can't really can you though? You can't really stop that from happening. You guys gotta be a guy. But uh she can't enjoy it. That's that's the key. Right. It's a problem transmitted from the parents to a child using a unnatural event. That's his his term. Does the fetus know if the mom was just maybe lying to not hurt the partner's feelings? <laughs> it was his birthday. <laughs> yeah! Once a year, she can put up with it. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, that was great, honey, thanks! And the kid's like, damn it, now I'm gay, why didn't you just say I hated that? <laughs> uh, God, that's good stuff. I, I do like the one comment that was made on social media in regards to this. The question was, then how are lesbians created? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's the question. Mind boggles. You should email, email this guy. Yeah. All right. I'm glad. I'm um, glad this graybeard guy figured it all out, though. That's uh... right. <sighs> okay, that felt as 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 good as I'd hoped okay. it would. Jared was going to tell us about someone retiring. Yeah, Dan Coates. Oh, yes. Oh, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> oh, but I don't know who he is. Dan. Uh, he was the head of the intelligence uh, agency. Uh, Committee agency. Mm. Yeah, the, the he oversaw all the uh, the intelligence stuff. Right. He worked in the White House oh. for Trump. R- did he retire amid a scandal? No. Or he re- did he retire to spend more time with his he family? He retired because he kept telling Trump that um, the Russians were really a threat, and Trump telling him, kept telling him to shut up. Okay. <laughs> Director so of he, National Intelligence, by the way, was his official title. Thank you, Chris. And he's being replaced by – did you watch um, the Republican spectacle when they were questioning Mueller? There was one guy that seemed particularly bonkers. Um, was it Gomert? Because he's always no. bonkers. Yeah, that's who I remember being bonkers. No, there was a couple of them then. Like, again, and that's that's a level of bonkers that I just – again, I would like to think that these people that we hire to run – the country could conduct themselves professionally. Like, did, did the chairman ever be like, Mr. Gomert, is your mic broken? <laughs> if not, shut the fuck up. <laughs> There's no need to shout. Like, this isn't theater. This is actual government proceedings. Make some effort to behave yourself. Like, that never happens, and it needs to, yeah. I think. Um, no, but someone someone during the spectacle is the new... Uh, yes. The replacement for this John guy? John Ratcliffe? Rack, yes. Mm. Did he make some sort of outrageous claim, like a sitting president should be immune to the law and is able to fly? It was something like that. And Trump was like that yeah. guy. His was the the exoneration uh, questioning. Questioning, right? Where it's like uh, you can't exonerate somebody, but it, then he's saying that you can, and that Mueller's a liar. Or, it was some kind of weird, right? It was all confusing. About, <clears throat> it was all about exon. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. It was he was questioning the you know do attorneys general normally exonerate people and it's like well no because they either prosecute them or they don't there's no exoneration included so that was the whole line of his argument was he the one who got his question taken i yeah maybe by Mueller. Maybe. <laughs> no that was gomer i think it was gomer, gomer. Okay. Yeah, it was gomer. i yeah. take your question <laughs> okay i guess i lose i suppose we're done then yeah <laughs> you had a question sir yoink <laughs> uh. so of course trump picked him for a new position no As, doubt. you know, yeah, Director of National Intelligence. That's a small potatoes job. That's not a big deal. Not <laughs> because he's qualified, but because he no. proved himself loyal. Yep. <laughs> All right, last couple things. Over <laughs> in Italy, there is a town that uh, has come up with blasphemy fines anytime you insult 
somebody's faith or religion, any faith or religion, you can be fined 400 euros for blasphemy. It's offensive. (laughs) The uh, Walter Stefan, Stephen, probably Stefan. He said, blasphemy is offensive. It offends me. You will not be able to cause offense to any religion. We have respect for the faithful. He wants to build a civil town and keep... uh, Keep all the young people in check. <laughs> well, it, it make it not not just to blaspheme against any faith or religion, but also to utter foul language in public. Oh yeah. Oh no. So it's gone beyond that. Okay, because I was going to be like, listen, I'll hold on to my four hundred euros, you dirty dago, greasy piece of shit. <laughs> I think that would be. Where's your law for that? <laughs> nope. Foul language in public. Nope. He's got yep. that. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be enforceable. Like. At a, at a national level, can no, it? No, he's a mayor. So. Right, right. That's what I'm hoping. Like, if this town's like, give us $400, no. you'd be like, no. <laughs> Ask the whatever the next thing's up. <laughs> You'll find that this is outrageous. No. However, and this is one thing that uh, may actually pass because it seems to get some bipartisan support. There is a bill, House Resolution 512, that. Uh, it, recognizes that many countries have blasphemy laws that punish expression deemed blasphemous and that blasphemy laws are inconsistent with human rights standards. They end up resulting in in violations of freedoms of religion and and expression. So the bill calls for the president and state department to make an end to blasphemy laws, encourage (laughs) them to make efforts at the UN to create anti-blasphemy norm, et cetera, et cetera. So- No, you can't do that because the first thing they're going to do is, well, we can't do that, but we can make it illegal to speak poorly against Christianity because that needs to be protected. They will take it and twist it to to feed, to meet their needs. They will absolutely do that. How it mm. exists right now is a good thing. How it might exist once it goes through the Senate, well, yeah. that's an entirely st- different story. Right. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I was going to say, if this is anything other mm. than – the fake anti-blasphemy platform that Pence is working on currently. I mean, yeah. no matter what number you put after the House bill, President McConnell's shooting that down because then he can say, "Look, we're not we're not doing anything. We're not getting any any bipartisan support. I torpedo every bill that comes my way yeah. until we take control of 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 the House of Representatives again because they are the non-functioning legislative branch <laughs> that gets just washed, pushed aside? Mm. Nope, we're not going to vote on Ugh. that. One man decided. Yeah. And just when you think you might be depressed enough. Oh, no, that's not a downer. Damn it. Uh, actually, it's kind of a, yeah, it's more of a joke. Okay. Scientists recently, last week, were stunned by a killer asteroid that just missed the Earth by oh. 45,000 miles, I think it was. Oh. It was like one-fifth. Damn. That's pretty close. One-fifth the distance between uh, – it, it came in between the Earth and the moon like by like one, one-fifth the distance that the moon is from the Earth. And, uh, yeah, the scientists were quoted as being – saying, I was stunned. This was a true shock. They had no idea that it was coming. All of a sudden, this asteroid appeared. and Not that we have any way of stopping an asteroid if it's headed at the Earth anyway. I mean – Space Force? Space Force. Shoot loops at it, I think, is what we've got. <laughs> we we could send a team of deep-sea drillers. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Bruce Willis, still alive? 
I thought somebody, I thought it was in India blew up a satellite from in orbit using some kind of laser as a, as a test and they've littered the atmosphere <laughs> with parts from the thing that they blew up. Oh, Skylab again. Mm. I'm kind of curious with what Grinch just said, shit in space doesn't move that fast on a galactic scale. Maybe not on a galactic <laughs> scale, but on a planetary scale, this asteroid was moving at 24 kilometers per second. Wow. Nearly 54,000 uh, miles per hour. If I could quote one Billy Bob Thornton, it's a big-ass sky. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a big-ass sky, and if it's coming right at you, it's hard to see. It's one little tiny dot in a sea of dots. Oh, my God. It's coming right for <laughs> us. For us. Exactly. <laughs> so. Anyway, my point is, don't worry about Mitch McConnell. The Earth could end tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it lands There's in Kentucky. <laughs> Seriously, wor- worry about Mitch McConnell. It's- yeah. Right. If you live in Kentucky, for the love of God, get your neighbors to vote him out next time around. Jesus. Stop voting for that guy. But still, ah, sorry, there's been a lot of apocalypse this episode. <laughs> I just had this this flash of traveling the overheated wasteland filled with mushroom zombies and a city killer asteroids crashing into the planet at every turn. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, McConnell's still like, uh, I'm blocking that vote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one left, Mitch. Don't care. <laughs> Uh, hmm. stupid apocalypse episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's probably what I'm going with for the uh, for the title. All right, does anybody have anything else? I think that's no, quite sir. enough. <laughs> Wrap it up. Yep. All right, in that case, that is all we're going to have for this week. I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, uh, especially for Grinch for joining us tonight and doing the solo job of trying to do some fact-checking on us. If you enjoyed the podcast, you could join us as well. By going to our Patreon page and signing up for a low, low monthly fee, you can join us on Discord. If you can't do that, you could leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you happen to listen, or share the podcast on your local social media. Also, uh, check out other shows that we have. Actually, we don't have them. It's a conglomeration of podcasters on soon-to-be-named-network.com. You can check out archived shows, shows that uh, are no longer published, but uh, are still entertaining and humorous. And a few I that, think I know what you're getting at. <laughs> and, and a few that are, uh, that are still being made. Um, okay, that's going to be it for this week. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. <laughs> <laughs>